Welcome, gentlemen. Thank you for joining us. Welcome to the Strong AF X Well Conditioned Show with your host, Jason Brown, where each week Jason teaches you how to get yourself and your clients brutally strong and, of course, well conditioned. What's up, everyone? Jason here for another episode of Strong AF X Well Conditioned. Thank you for joining me back. I am super excited to do the show today because I think as coach is one of the greatest, um, the things that makes me the most excited is just the evolving process, the process of evolving as a coach, as an athlete, as a programmer, being able to look at things under a different lens, if if you will. Um, and I, that's what gets me excited. Now, I've been doing this a really long time. So I think that, you know, any of you guys that are listening that have been coaching for a really long time, you know, those aha moments are not as, they don't happen as frequently as they used to, but I certainly still get motivated and see things that come into my uh, view that get me excited. In this past year, I had those moments again, which was really, really cool. Now, I think the best training comes from our own experiences, our own uh, experiences, and they, those could be negative experiences. You might have tried something and it, it might have went terribly wrong. Maybe you did a, um, you know, some type of cycle to develop on quality of fitness. I've done too many of those. <laughs> Put a ton of time and effort into using a linear style of training to only get you know very very small gains, which did just at the time didn't seem like it made a lot of sense. But um, obviously now looking ahead and knowing what I know now, it does make more sense to me. So I think that. One of the things that is just an advantage to us is being able to put ourselves through anything that we deem to be, I guess, appropriate for the people we work with. And for me, that process is is uh, is a constant process. It's we're constantly seeing new things. And I think one of the harder parts of being a coach and experimenting is that we do ourselves the disservice of not sticking to something long enough. And maybe we abandoned something sooner than we should have. Um, and, you know, again, that's a drawback. But it, throughout that process, there are little nuggets of information that we get. And then there's new insight that we take with us. And then we're able to apply that to people we work with. Now, for myself, the past year, it's been really interesting. I've kind of like had this intuition that I was ready to just go to something else. And by something else, I mean just a different style of training. I've been using the conjugate method for over two decades. Before I was a coach, I've been using conjugate. Um, and needless to say, I've got some of the greatest gains I've ever had in my life. I was the strongest. I was um, athletically in the best shape. And, you know, looking back there, it's funny. There were so many holes in my game that I didn't even know about then. The aerobic system was a huge one for me. And, uh, you know, obviously I didn't know what I didn't know then, but... Uh, looking back, it's it's funny to to have that insight and that that knowledge now that I didn't have then, and and to look at what I might have done differently. But needless to say, I've been using the conjugate system for for two decades. Uh, I got involved in CrossFit in 2006, and that was really kind of the catalyst, uh, the springboard, if you will, for learning about the aerobic system and being able to what I talk about is like kind of finding the holy grail of strength and conditioning. You often see programs that do well in one area, but not well in both. And that's been something for me that's been a constant quest, how to optimize these two. Now, I've got various articles and we've got a full show on CXC, Conjugate X Conditioning Method, and what that is. If you haven't listened to that, I would recommend checking it out. Uh, but needless to say, this past year 
has has just been a moment for me where I said, you know what, I feel like I want to go a different direction, but I'm not sure what that direction is. So I've done a lot of experimenting myself with kind of going different routes and using full body training and then, you know, using an upper lower split with a full body session as my third split, going more conditioning heavy, going uh, less conditioning heavy. Needless to say, I'm not going to sit here and tell you everything I experimented with this past year, but one of the main things that was um, really powerful was using full body sessions. Now, I've used full body sessions quite a bit throughout my training history, and I've never loved them because I would say probably the number one reason I never was fully bought into to using full body sessions was because I didn't feel the same thing that I would feel from just doing a lower body session or an upper body session. So psychologically, it just didn't feel right for me. The other downside for me uh, when I was, you know, even going back to the drawing board this past year was that I never felt like I was fully prepared uh, for anything I was doing uh, when I did train full body. Now, let's give you an example. If there was a heavy squat pattern and maybe there's a heavy pre press pattern in the same session, I wouldn't feel prepared for one of them. So that was a drawback uh, for me and something that kind of made me, you know, shift fire and go back to what I'm used to, which is CXE. CXE is what I've, I've been used to and what I've used really for a, a quite, a, quite a bit of time at this point. Now it's evolved quite a bit from 2016 to present day. Um, but needless to say, I've been using some form of that uh, for at least six years at this point in time. Now, prior to that, prior to CrossFit, <laughs> it looked very different. There was no aerobic work, uh, at least no lower intensity aerobic work. There was higher intensity aerobic work. And again, that's an, a story for another day. But um, the purpose of of today is is to really talk about how your training evolves and how it should evolve if you're, you know, being receptive to the, to the signs your body is giving you. So needless to say, full body was something I just kept going back to the drawing board with. And I, I to be honest, kind of couldn't figure out how to do it the right way. Um, I have, am a big supporter of Chad Waterbury, Dr. Chad Waterbury. I'm, uh, you know, consider him a friend, a personal friend at this point. I've read all of his articles. He was a huge influence on me early in my career. If you want to check out some of his old articles on T Nation, there is a wealth of information there uh, from, from Dr. Chad. So I'd recommend checking that out. I'd also recommend purchasing his, his book, his most recent book, which is called Elite Physique. You can purchase that on Amazon. It's a phenomenal book on full body training. And I just went through that book and, and read the entire book um, this past year, actually within a month after he released it, which I think was this past, it's about a year ago now. So a lot of insight from that book. However, one of the things that was challenging to me was trying to have any type of progression with a main lift. Now, if you look at that book and you look at the way that full body workouts are structured, there's nothing, there's nothing really intrinsically wrong with them. But for me, how I just deemed to be necessary in my own training, what I deemed to be necessary, it didn't work the way I wanted it to. So long story short, I've, I figured out what to, what I think is the best way to use full body training for a performance mindset type person, someone that still cares about having a decent squat or press or deadlift, um, but is is more focused on longevity, more focused on body composition, which again, that I'm describing myself right now. I still want to lift heavy. I still want to lift for speed. 
but I don't want to um, sacrifice my body at all at this point. I'm 40 years old. I've got nagging aches or pains. I actually feel the best I've ever felt, to be honest, after using, um, you know, about the past year, I've been on and off with full body, but the past 12 weeks has been um, where I've come to kind of my final resting place with what I feel to be the best way to deliver this programming. So again, a lot of experimentation. I didn't have a set way. There was like, I would use the same variations. I, I've been using the same variations for this almost a, almost a year straight, which is funny because I have one of my episodes where I talked about doing the same program for a year and, and wanting to know whether or not if I use the same exact program for a year straight, would it yield results? Well, my answer is still, I don't know because I'm not going to use the same exact program, but I can tell you that I've been using the same variations for almost a year straight in just different ways, structuring them different ways, different sets, reps, rest intervals. Um, and again, different exercise order. And there's just a lot of different ways to skin the cat as we know, but I can tell you off the top of my head, here are the variations I've been using. If, if, uh, you know, it's relevant to you, I've been using a front squat. I've been using a T-bar row, trap bar deadlift, a glued ham raise, reverse hyper, a 45 degree back raise, uh, some type of dumbbell incline dumbbell press with various grips, some type of floor press. Um, and again, there's, so there's a lot of variability. I've been using the root version of these, of these lifts, but I might use chains one week. I might use, um, a different position or maybe it's a different grip with my press. Maybe it's a different angle bench. Um, but overall I've been basically training the foundational movement patterns, um, and just varying, you know, different positions and different ways to load them. But for the most part, those are my lifts. You know, I've been doing some type of single leg work. Rear foot elevated split squat has been in there quite a bit. Different versions of the rear foot elevated split squat. Um, you know, multiple versions of, of pull up and chin up variations. But in a nutshell, that's kind of it. It's not a whole lot of sexiness here. It's not um, a ton of variability, but it's been basically just taking the foundational movement patterns and just varying, varying them how I see fit. And again, that could mean a bunch of different things. Uh, but for the most part, I've been um, pretty vanilla, I would say, with my own programming, but experimenting with how to to structure this in a way where I can get the biggest bang for the buck. And um, it's been really fun. It's been it's been really interesting because I think that one of the main things that I had overlooked was how much better I feel training the foundational movement patterns, albeit less, probably less overall volume. I've, I've weighed this out and looked at the total amount of volume and it is less than just a, a typical CXC split. However, for someone like me, that's got a higher training age, most people with higher training age tend to respond better with less volume. I am one of them. I do better with less volume. I don't need a tremendous amount of volume anymore to make gains. Actually, the inverse is, is more true for myself and really for a lot of the people I work with. I actually started looking at my one-on-one clients and, and taking note of how many people I have using a full body split. And it's more than half of my one-on-one -on -one clients, which I thought was very interesting. So needless to say, I am at a place now where my training has evolved quite a bit. And I've even actually had my wife on the same training plan um, because number one, full body training, let's just talk briefly about the benefits. If you have a higher training age, I feel Without a shadow of a doubt, this is a better way for you to train. Now, what is a higher training age? I would say someone over 10 years, you've been training seriously. If if I said, hey, what's your lifetime best PR in the deadlift or bench press or squat, you'd know it. Um, people that don't know their lifetime PR, probably, you know, they're probably not experienced enough. Um, but, you know, again, there's a case for them to be 
to be a better fit for this style of training as well. I have people that are true beginners that do better with full body training. So the benefits there are we get exposure to the foundational movement patterns more frequently. So for instance, instead of doing you know, a leg day where we do maybe we do a squat pattern, we do a single leg pattern, we do a hip hinge pattern, um, we're going to spread that out a little bit more across a week. And, and for me, this means three sessions. So I might, I'm going to do a hinge pattern in all three of those sessions. I'm going to do a squat pattern in all three of those sessions. I'm going to do a, a, a single leg pattern most more than likely in all three of those sessions. Now, sometimes it doesn't work out perfectly. I usually find that out of three strength sessions, I will have usually about eight exercises for the lower body and about seven for the upper body. Okay. So it's usually 15 total exercises for me is how I structure things. And I structure things having one main lift per session. So Monday's a squat pattern is the main lift. So, you know, let's just say front squat for uh, sake of argument. Wednesday's main lift is a, is a floor press. And then Friday's main lift is a trap bar deadlift. Okay. Now, again, a lot of ways to skin the cat, a lot of different ways that you could potentially structure this. Um, but I find just training the foundational movement patterns more frequently, my body feels better. For beginners, more exposure to the foundational movement patterns because they're building motor patterns is important. So I find it to be tremendous, tremendous uh, benefit for those people. I also find it to be a tremendous benefit for people that might respond better to less volume. Maybe they just need a little bit more frequency and a little bit less volume so they're not so torn up. So they're not as sore. There's not as much exercise-induced soreness, which we know can delay, um, you know, can delay us getting stronger or it can delay us gaining lean tissue. So that is another huge benefit of it. Generally speaking, I think it feels um, like I've done a little bit more. Now, in the past, I feel like I've done less because I'm not doing a, a super intensive lower or an upper body session. But it's funny. Now, I feel like quite the opposite. I feel like I'm actually getting a lot more accomplished because I am training my entire body. And then another benefit is that, you know, if you've got life that just ebbs and flows, which I think most people do, but, you know, most of the people that I use full body training with are you know, 40 years or older. And for myself, during the winter months, training on the weekend is harder. During the summer months, it's easier. Um, for me, I like the advantage of being able to know that if I miss a day or something pops up, that I've done, you know, my three full body sessions Monday through Friday, and I've basically covered all my bases. I'm not feeling like, oh man, I missed a session or um, I'm not feeling like I have to train on the weekend. So now I just have the freedom. And once it gets warmer and we've got the kids outside, the garage door is open, it's a different story. Um, I can certainly get outside and, and you know, it's easier to train on the weekends uh, during the summer months. But during the winter, it's cold, it's snowing here. You know, it just becomes tricky and I just don't want to be locked down where I feel like I have to get out my gym and train. And I know those of you that are parents will will appreciate that. So I think that this training plan, a full body style training plan, evolves with your life schedule. And and you know, lo and behold, I'm launching a service that's called Evolve. Um, and this isn't this show. I'm not recording this to to tell you guys on it. But from my own experience, from the people that I see on Team CXE, we've got 500 people on Team CXE right now um, at the date of the show. And I have seen a lot of people that are probably a better fit for the style of training I'm doing now. Not to say CXE isn't an awesome way to train. It certainly is. It is more advanced in a lot of ways. It is more rigid. You have more of a rigid schedule. So if you are someone that can train 
six days a week, you know, very consistently, and you want to get stronger, you want to, um, you know, add lean tissue, CXE is the way to do it. You can certainly make tremendous gains with that. However, on the other end of the spectrum, if you're like me and you just want some more flexibility, um, you don't want to be as sore. And maybe, again, maybe your life has changed. Maybe you're not as concerned with your, your big lifts anymore. Then it might be a better time to try a different style of training. And I have felt at various times in my life that I was just out of alignment with the type of training I was doing. I talk about this a lot. And you know, using the conjugate system was always more in alignment. Every time I went back to that, I had like these new beginner like gains. And uh, not to say that I won't train that way again, I, I probably will. But for me, if I'm looking at just like total longevity, and biggest return on investment, how I'm currently training, which is how I program for um, evolve, which is again, a full body uh, training is how I would train nine months out of the year. Three months I would do CXE, nine months I'd train full body. And, and you know, just for a little bit of uh, background, there's three full body sessions, there's three aerobic conditioning sessions, the third one being optional. So again, during the summer months, getting outside, doing some strongman style endurance becomes very real. During the winter months, not an option. Um, the two conditioning sessions are more zone two. A uh, little bit of mix, but more zone two, 30, 40, even 50 minutes of uh, more steady state work. And uh, it's tremendously beneficial. It's not super sexy, but it does what we need it to do. And it's one of those things that, you know, it's just one of those things that you need to do. It, there's no way to really make it super sexy. If you want it to be effective, it needs to be done more cyclically. And that's, you know, how I've, I've uh, come to structure this stuff. Now, I do use different methods to develop the aerobic system, different uh, lower intensity methods. There's, there's progressions to, um, you know, the steady state work that I mentioned. But for the most part, that's what you'd likely see. So long story short, I think that something that's really cool about what we do is that we're always gaining new information. We're always stumbling upon things that are, uh, you know, that are going to benefit the people we work with. And I think a lot of people that are working with me are a lot like me, which makes my job easier because I, again, can always be on the cutting edge and always be ahead of the game. So I do think that this form of training is a tremendous way to train. And again, looking at, you know, the majority of the people that I work with one-on-one, -on -one, most of them I am using this style of training with. I'm sure a year from now, I'll have new information for you guys. But as of right now, this is uh, the way I train and it's constantly evolving. Hope you guys enjoy the show. Drop us your suggestions. Send us an email, info at Jason Brown Coaching. Happy to hear ideas for future shows and I'll see you on the next show. This was another episode of Strong AF X Well Conditioned Show. Tune in every Wednesday for new episodes and be sure to subscribe on all podcast platforms. 